Well, good morning, church. Um, hope you all are doing well on this Monday morning. Um, as I come in to do another reflection, uh, just as I was reading through um, scripture this morning, I found myself in uh, Leviticus today and kind of working my way through that book. And um, if you've ever read through it, you understand that um, it seems like God spends a whole lot of time really trying to get across to Moses and Aaron um, the law and kind of understanding here is this new thing that is happening. Here is the people and how I want the people to respond. And here's how I would love for, um, for us to be able to understand each other. And as I was reading through Leviticus um, from verse or chapter five through ten this morning, um, five, six, seven, eight, and nine uh, is a lot of the ritual law that is as uh, trying to understand the cleanliness that uh, God is asking for the priest to be in, and to before they offer sacrifice, as they uh, as they need their atonement, as they offer atonement for others, as people bring in their their sin atonement. Um, here's the, how this ought to work, and if you read those four those five like four or five chapters, uh, starting in chapter five, um, you get to chapter ten. And it seems like something pretty harsh um, happens. And that's why I just wanted to respond. And that's why I asked the question in the title of this live is, um, and this reflection, is God petty? Um, and I don't believe God is at all. I believe God acts in righteousness and uh, in truth and in righteous judgment and when he does. And uh, But there seems like there's instances throughout Scripture where it seems like... Um, it seems, at least for us, and I think that I think we have to make sure that we keep our eyes focused on that. Is that um, in our minds, maybe the judgment was a little bit more harsh than we would do, <laughs> um, and I think a lot of that is because we would probably find ourselves in that same situation, or we have, and we think, "Do I deserve to die for that? Do they deserve to die because of what they did?" And as I'm reading. Chapter 10, it starts out with uh, now Nadab and Abahu, the sons of Aaron, who are priests, um, who are supposed to be helping set the priest system and and carry out what God has asked for them. Uh, it says that each took his censer and put fire in it and laid incense on it and offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them to do. And fire came out from before the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. And as I'm reading that, right, and read it before and understand and see it happening, um, but it still begs the question, it's like, how, why this? Like, why now? And I think the, the scripture tells us it was unauthorized. Like, they, God did not command them to do this. God did not ask them to do this. And we see that later on with Moses and him striking the rock when God asked him not, didn't ask him to do that. Um, and it, but it, but it still begs the question as you read, it's like, man, people have done far worse. People have done far more like harsh things to people. Um, and yet this, this is what happens. And I think you have to, we have to be careful and read the rest of the chapters. 
before this, as God has set so much time apart into saying, this is how you are going to be set apart. This is how you are going to be my people. This is how this is going to go. And, and for nine chapters of Leviticus so far, God has put in far more work into him for us to understand how he wants to um, engage with us and how he we want he wants us to deal with our sins that we commit and which I think is just interesting because if we just look at the grand scale of scripture he spends nine chapters so far explaining this idea and he only spends one or two chapters on creation, right? Like we would, we sometimes want like, man, we wish we had more. We wish you had all of this um, so we can understand it better and, and all these things. But that doesn't, that doesn't help us in, in a way that what he's trying to set up here. And I think it's really important for us to, for us to understand is that in these moments, as God is separating and setting anew the Israelite people, he is trying to start something with them. He is trying to do a new thing in them. He is trying to create in them a new way, a new identity, and a new way of living. And these two sons, although it doesn't seem so harsh, and it really, in, in the grand scheme of things, we might think not think it is. But yet, we see in multiple points in Scripture where as God is trying to do a new thing in a new way, we see an example set. We see the seriousness of God laid out before us that he says i am serious about this this is what i desire from you this is how i desire to interact with you and do not take my word for granted do not take my grace and mercy for granted do not think that i do not have a desire for my people and how serious i am and how um, and how i desire you for them and so we see there's at least uh, Aaron's two sons die he says uh, and then Moses said to Aaron this is what the Lord has said among those who are near me I will be sanctified and before all the people I will be glorified I will be glorified people will know who I am people will know that my name is higher and to be worshipped and Aaron held his peace probably devastated but yet is he wrong I think it's as we see later on, we, we kind of see that if you're if you spend more time in the New Testament, you kind of we see this a little bit, the, this idea of this harsh judgment. This is God petty on just a this little thing again because we do far worse. But we see it in Acts five, Ananias and Sapphira. He said, but name, but a man named Ananias and his wife Sapphira sold a piece of property, and with his wife's knowledge, he kept back for himself some of the proceeds and brought only a part of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back for yourself a part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your disposal? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to man, but to God. And when Ananias heard these words, he fell down and breathed his last, and a great fear came upon all who heard of it. The young men rose and wrapped him up and carried him out and buried him. And after an interval of about three hours, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter said to her, tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, yes, for so much. But Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door that they have, will carry you out. 
Immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. And when the young men came in, they found her dead, and they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. And great fear came upon the whole church, upon all who had heard of these things. I think it's so important and so key for us to remember that God is doing a new thing. God is doing in the church as he is setting them up, as they are being generous and the people are selling their things and they're leading a new way and being the light to the world. And we see this couple um, hold back in a way and it's like, we've held back. We've done that. We've, in other ways, we have been guilty of the same and yet, in this moment, God has set us an example. Not, he is not, um, he is not too short, but he is, wants to set the example of saying, I am serious about this. I desire this. I, and my hope is that we can live in a new way for the betterment of his name and for our growth. And so, um, is God petty? I don't, absolutely not. I don't believe God is petty at all. I believe he judges and loves in perfect righteousness and holiness. Um, and these two stories, as they kind of stuck out to me, as I read Leviticus, the ideas of, of Ananias and Sapphira popped up. And you can see God doing a new thing in a new way in both of these people. And, and um, yet we see, we see his desire for this new people to live in the righteousness that he's called us to. Um, and so may we continue to remember that. May we continue to remember that it is his righteousness that he desires for us. And so uh, may we just continue to live that out as best as we can, um, knowing that he is serious about us. He is serious about who he's called us into and what he's called us to be. Um, hope you have a wonderful day, church. We'll talk to you soon.